your Bibles, go to Psalms 25. Psalms 25 and verse 4. Hallelujah. Psalms 25 and verse 4. Where you'll find these words. Show me thy ways. Teach me thy paths. Let's read it together. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. All right? And verse 5 says, Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Say, neighbor, all day. You ought to be waiting for the Lord. And waiting means serving him with gladness. Folks, today's message is entitled Developing a Teachable Spirit. Oh. Developing a Teachable Spirit. What am I teaching? Verse 4 says, show me thy ways. <laughs> Eye contact. The Lord ain't going to show you nothing if you ain't teachable. Show me means that you got to be allowed him to show you. Teach me what? Thy paths. Then you got to have a teachable spirit. Are we there? Okay. So God has his part and you have your part. Amen. Now, I'm about to have some fun. Say, Pastor's about to have some fun. Oh, yes, I am. Um, now, in the world that we live in, you have men and you have women. Is that correct? And sometimes, men don't want women to teach them anything. Oh, y'all ain't helping me now. Sometimes, Flip it around. Women don't want men to teach them anything. Uh, well, if it happens in the natural, what do you think happens in the spirit realm? God be trying to teach you, and you ain't teachable. And now I got to go here another place. All of you that are parents, part of your assignment is to train your children in the way they should go so that when they get old, they will not depart. But we're living in a generation where even our children ain't teachable. Children are teaching their parents. Come on, mama, come on. Wait, hold up. But I had to understand that, you know, I had to grow into that too. See, because if you don't train them up when they're small, then when they eventually get married, they don't have regard for their mate. Their mate can't teach them anything because they don't have a teachable spirit anywhere. So they get married and they fussing and arguing. 
Ain't no woman going to tell me nothing. Ain't no man going to tell me nothing. Oh, Jesus. And a house divided against itself can't stand. Oh, Jesus. Y'all hallelujah. Hallelujah. Real place. And in our community, it's rampant. Nobody wants to be taught anything. Don't teach me. Let me teach myself. Well, Jesus, out, teach me something. Learn me something. Are you there? Okay. All right. Now, let me, let me take you to the next level. Um, now, what I'm about to say, I'm not bragging. I'm sharing this because I want to teach you something. Okay. In 1966, I graduated from a school by the name of Overbrook uh, High School. And I was in a course where I was studying business. Got it? So in the course that I was studying, I had to uh, learn how to type. Got it? Now, in those days, most of the people in those courses were ladies. And then I also had to take shorthand. So I was the only boy in the shorthand class. Y'all ain't helping me now. I was in the shorthand class learning how to do shorthand. And the ladies knew how to do shorthand better than I did. Y'all ain't helping me now. But I'm the man. I'm in the man in the class. And I had to allow myself to be teachable because otherwise I was going to flunk that class. So, I, so teach me. So I would sit at the class and, and sit down and they would show me how to do this. The ladies would show me. Oh, Jesus. The ladies. Y'all ain't helping me now. Would show me how to do that. All right? Now, I'm working on something because um, will you come help me? You don't know me, but I, don't, I know you. Come on. Put your book, put your book down. Come on. She don't know what I'm going to do. I want you to come right on up here with me. Stand up right here with me. And I'm going to teach you shorthand. Do you know shorthand? All right. She don't know shorthand. Got it? All right. It's going to be real simple. But I, I want you to work with me. Let me see. Get my pen. Okay. All right. Let me show you first. This right here, this is the pen. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to show, we're gonna, I'm going to teach you this is that, okay? This is that, mm -hmm. okay? So write that. No, no, right, right on the same line, okay? That's this. Uh -huh. This circle is is, okay? Write, write the circle. All right, now, if I was writing that, I would write it above the line and just do that. That's that, got it? Now, to combine that, it would read, this is that. So I need this, I'm gonna put my O, increase the, Circle, mm -hmm. got it? Uh -huh. And then put that. Okay. That's this uh -huh. is that, uh -huh. got it? Yes, sir. So come down here. here. 
You don't need no glasses. No, you, I don't want you. All right. So this is that. So if I was um, bringing this to you and you didn't know shorthand, you'd look at me like I was crazy if I told you this is that, right? But next time you see something like that, remember this is that. Amen? Amen. All right, now come on down, because right here you didn't, you see where that line is? Yeah. So come on down and make it look, make it look like just, just okay. like that. Okay. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. There you go. And I put the that. No? Mm-mm. Just, just a little. Okay. See, look here. I have the evidence that she was teachable, all right? I didn't make fun of her, she didn't make fun of me, but she was teachable, got it? She learned something. It don't mean that I'm smarter than her or she's smarter than me, but, but we taught something, okay? Now, I said all that to say this, that when I graduated, um, they surprised me because when I graduated, they didn't tell me at the time that they were comparing my record to other people's records. And so I graduated uh, the best typist of the year of 1966 from Overbrook High School, and I got the Olivetti Underwood uh, Award. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold, hold on. But I got the award because I took shorthand. There was somebody else that typed faster than I did, just a little bit, but they didn't have shorthand. So they took my shorthand ability and my typing ability and gave me a surprise. My, I, nobody knew, they, the, the teachers did not tell us that they were doing that. So when I graduated, uh, all of a sudden they loud me said, uh, James Lilly, come forward. I'm thinking, oh, I've done something wrong. <laughs> and then, they, my, my, my teacher, my shorthand teacher came up and said, we want you to know that because of your typing ability and your shorthand, um, we have, uh, Oliventi has given you this award called uh, the best typist of the year in 1966. Wow. Hallelujah. Come on. Now that was true whether I told you, it was true. And so I, I, I learned from that that, you know, Ladies can teach me, brothers can teach me. Then I went into the Marine Corps, and if you want, they would kill you while they're teaching you. Are you understanding? Amen. And in this life, folks, part of what you have to understood is you got to get to the position where you can be teachable so that even when you don't know. Now, she didn't know, she didn't know, but I didn't humil- humiliate her. I didn't make her feel bad. Some of you brothers, you make your women feel bad when they don't, da 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 flip it away. Sometimes you ladies make your men feel bad. When... I had to learn that. Now, y'all know mama, mama, oh, Jesus. Mama, mama, mama. 
I had to grow into the place where she could teach me some things. Because I'm a man, you know, you know, you know, I got pride. I want, I want, I want to tell me nothing. I know. I know. And I'd be lying to myself. I don't know what I do. <laughs> Please teach me, teach me, teach me. So the word says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he will exalt you. And if, when, when you're not teachable, you, you, you delay your promotion. And that's why sometimes even on your jobs, you're going to be humiliated. But sometimes they're watching to see how you handle the humiliation because they want to promote you. Because if you can't handle humiliation, when you get to a higher rise, they, you think just because you got a title, you ain't going to be humiliated. Oh, that comes with the territory. But you got to know how to not react to the reaction. Learn from it. What can I do better? How can I do it better? And the church said, This is that. <laughs> Teachable spirit, okay? Now that we're in fifth month, 2015, the year of visitation, manifestation, and demonstration, the year of expectancy of divine grace, the Holy Ghost is requiring more and more that we each flow consistently with him with real teachable spirit. And remember that one of the benefits of the gift of the Holy Ghost is the teaching flow. Say the teaching flow. But in order to reap the benefit, we each must daily stay willing and obedient enough to allow ourselves to be taught God's higher ways that are supernatural and beyond the natural flow. Here in our opening text, it says, show me thy ways. And second, teach me thy paths. Now, in your Bible, go to verse 10 of that same verse. And you'll find out that the paths are mercy and truth. Oh, Jesus. When you have a teachable spirit, mercy and truth will find, up, find you. Some of us, we, 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 we don't know how to have mercy on folk. We want to cut everybody. Yeah, make everybody to make yourself. No, no, you got to have mercy. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And just because you show mercy doesn't mean you don't have no courage. When you know you can take somebody out and you give them mercy, that's grace. Amen. Say, Lord. That's what Jesus did, and that's what he does every day. Now, let me explain. To teach means to impart knowledge or skill to. To teach means to condition to a certain action or frame of mind. To teach means to cause to learn by example or experience. By example and experience. In other words, there comes a point in your, in your relationship with the Lord when you must allow him to show you his way and teach you his paths. Amen? But for many who are educated, and y'all educated? I got some education? In the natural realm and have a measure of success, the intellect can become your God. Do you know that because you got a degree, you can outsmart yourself? Ain't nobody, I, I know I, I got my degree. I worked hard to get my degree. Yeah, but you still, that degree don't, don't that, you, that, that's just a, hey, that's just a flat, that, yeah, that's, 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 that ain't the end. So the God becomes their intellect, and instead of worshiping and allowing the Holy Ghost to anoint them with even greater wisdom and understanding beyond human possibilities. Now go to Mark 11, quickly. Mark 11 and verse 12. Developing a teachable spirit. Thank you, Lord. Here we go. 
Now, this is Jesus in his flow. He's, he's in the flesh, but he's about to teach his disciples something. Mark 11 and 12. And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, they were hungry. He was hungry. He was hungry. This is Jesus. And he's seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves. It had leaves. He came, and if haply he might find anything thereon, and when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of the figs was not yet. Got it? Even Jesus went to some situations and didn't find what he wanted. You think you're the only one that don't find what you want when you... The problem is what you say when you don't find it. Sometimes you be cursing stuff when you need to keep your mouth shut. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of it was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto him, No man eat fruit there hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Got it? Folks, here we have an example of just how Jesus coached, taught, and mentored his disciples about the Holy Ghost's supernatural flow. Now go to Mark 11 and 20. Watch what happens. Mark 11 and verse 20. It's morning now. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Now wait a minute. Yesterday, the fig tree was alive. The next day, it's dried up from the roots. Maybe the reason some of your stuff is drying up from the roots is because of what you've been saying. Oh, yesterday it was wonderful. But then it wasn't what you wanted it to be, so you put your mouth on it. And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, he's, he's, he's being teachable now, said unto his master, Behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. Any of y'all got any Jesus in you? Well, the Jesus in you, when you start speaking, stuff start happening. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Have faith in God, or have the faith of God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, but here's the key, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Eye contact. what you say is what you're going to have. Say neighbor. Sometimes in testing trials if you can't say the right thing don't say nothing. Therefore I say unto you whatsoever things you desire when, oh my God. Then, then Jesus said okay uh, for verily I say unto you yeah. For verily I say unto you that what whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Say, I have whatsoever I say. Therefore I say unto you, what things you desire when you pray, when you pray, believe that you receive them when you pray, when you pray, believe that you receive them, then you shall have them. 
So you got to believe you receive when you pray. Whether you see it, whether you feel it, I believe I receive when I pray. Not, well, no, I believe I receive when I pray. And when you stand praying, forgive. Oh, Jesus. But pastor, you don't know what they done done to me. You better forgive. In my prayer time, I say, Lord, I forgive every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. Anyone that's, I, Lord, I repent. If I, Lord, I need some forgiveness too. Lord, forgive me. Every time I'm in my prayer time. When I stand praying, I forgive. Say, neighbor. neighbor. When you stand praying, neighbor. meaning when you pray, neighbor. make sure neighbor. you forgive. forgive. Say, Lord, help me there. When you stand praying, forgive, if you have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. And here's the key. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive you your trespasses. And the devil, he is a, he, 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 don't, he knows how to get you so da-da-da-da that you don't want to forgive. <coughs> I ain't forgiving that. You know that level? I ain't forgiving. And that way you shut down the flow of the blessing. You've got to forgive when it hurts. You've got to forgive when you, hey, Holy Ghost, help me forgive. Everybody. Say, Lord, that's development. Folks, here we learn that one of the keys to developing a teachable spirit is when we must learn, daily learn and practice having faith in God that the words he speaks through us have real supernatural power. See, I have to get to the point where, you know what, whether I see something immediately manifest, I still believe it happened. Signs follow me because I believe. Some of you stay too long when you pray for something and don't leave. That's why it ain't following you yet. In our text, Jesus was alive, and Peter, along with the other disciples, were experiencing the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost before they, too, were filled with him. They were learning the importance of daily practicing having a real faith in God and blessing it brings as one yields and follows his instructions to a higher way. And having faith in God, now here we go, requires removal of doubt in your heart. Say, having faith in God, faith in God. requires the removal of doubt in your heart. That's the place of total trust, regardless of the tests and trials that you walk through. Now go to Mark chapter 4, rather Matthew 4, Matthew 4 and verse 1. Matthew 4 and verse 1, because I want you to understand this. You, you got to understand that just because you saved don't mean that the tempter ain't coming. Matthew 4, verse 1. Jesus had just got filled with the Holy Ghost. He had just been declared, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. He, and now in, in chapter 4, verse 1, then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Say, neighbor, you got to pass the temptation test. And the temptation test come every day. Every day. Every day, the devil got something to tempt you with. Something to tempt you with. Got it? And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards hungry. Now, the devil shows up when you're hungry, when you're hurting, when you just, just like, mm. 
Like you done come to church and you still ain't get your answer. You come to home and you still ain't get your answer. The devil will show up. And when the tempter came, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. See, the devil will always come with an ifing. Well, you, you know, you know, paid your tithe, but look, you still got the bill. And you done got da 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 If. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. See, you got to get confident that the word of God has power. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Doctor said, you're going to die? No, I'm going to live and not die. Uh, you broke? No, I'm blessed coming in, blessed going out. My God supplies all my need according to his brokenness. See, you quote it, but do you believe it? Say, say God, help me to believe. Hallelujah. Folks, even Jesus, the Son of God, had to master doubt and not allow it to control his thoughts and his actions. Even Jesus had to flow with confidence in the word of God in the supernatural faith flow. And note, the tempter came when there was difficulty in the natural realm to try to upset his plans that Almighty God had. Likewise, he will try to do the same for we that are sons and daughters of Almighty God. The devil and his host will come immediately after the word of the Lord is given to try and persuade you to fear, doubt, and unbelieve the promises of God that are yes and amen. Say, neighbor, you're not by yourself. Right after you leave church, don't be surprised if the tempter come to persuade you to have doubt, fear, unbelief. But if you follow the word, killing with the word, killing with the word, hallelujah. Now here's the key. And when you function as a babe in Christ and refuse to grow up so you can go up, the higher ways of God seem not to be helpful at all. See, being a babe means you just want it your way. But then when you're not teachable, it's like, you know, I, I, you know da, 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 da. and when you're, see, Lord, help me hear that. Babies cry, and they always want to have it their way. But I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking around the house here. I don't, I don't see too many babies in this room. You, you, they're in the nursery. They're supposed to be. <laughs> But when you mature, you have to do what? You have to face hard situations, but you do it. I can do all things through Christ who weakens me. You can quote it, but do you say it enough to believe it? Out of my weakness, his strength is made, being made perfect. I am the head in Durham, North Kakalaki, and not the tail. Say, Lord, that's development. Hallelujah. Mark 11 and verse 1. Let's go. Mark 11 and verse 1. Let's see a teachable spirit. Mark 11 and verse 1. When they came nigh to Jerusalem unto the Bethphage and, and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent forth two of his disciples. This is Jesus sending his disciples out. And said unto them, Go your way into the village over against you. And as soon as you be entered into it, you shall find a colt tied, whereon never man sat. Loose him and bring him. Got it? And if any man say unto you, why do ye this? Say ye that the Lord hath need of him. Just to, to say what ye that the Lord hath need of him. And straightway he will send him hither. And they went their way, found the coat, tied by the door without, 
in the place where the two men met. And they loosed him, got it? And certain of them that stood, by, stood there said, hey, what you doing? Loosening the coat. And they said, even as Jesus had commanded them, and they let them go. Sometimes the reason you don't get your breakthrough because you ain't saying what Jesus told you to say. Some of y'all were here Wednesday night and we shared the testimony of going to the store and the Holy Ghost, we was, you know, we wanted to purchase something and, uh, you know, we, there was a price for what we were about to purchase and we heard inside, ask them, do they have any coupons? On the desk, didn't look like no coupons, wasn't no coupons there. But somehow, they got quiet for a minute, looked at us, pulled out the drawer, Come on. And in the drawer was coupons after coupons after coupons. And long story short, they took out two coupons that gave us 50% off. Hallelujah. And, and then we got 50% off of whatever we were about to buy. They just took, the, you know, the, the machine, did a beep, beep. I, I can still hear the beeping. Beep, beep. <laughs> I ain't gonna forget that beep, beep. It sounds so good. 50% beep, beep. <laughs> Come on now. And then, then we paid, and, and it went down 50%, what we were going to pay for that thing. It's like, oh. And then, as uh, a confirmation, when it was over, the, the, the person that was uh, selling it said, give us the high five. Bam. Hit the high five, and we left. Come on. Listening to the Holy, letting him teach me, letting him guide me, letting him help me. Well, you know, I, so I could have went in and said, well, I could have heard that. And then say, well, no, I ain't going to ask him because I don't want to be embarrassed because he may not have it. That doubt, unbelief, but because I was willing and obedient I, and teachable, I had 50%. Say, say, neighbor. 50% is nice, ain't it? And they said unto them, even as Jesus had commanded, and they let them go. Folks, here we have the next example of developing a teachable spirit and how it's accomplished. When Jesus was in the flesh, he again coached and taught and mentored his disciples by causing them to have supernatural experiences to help grow them up so that when he left them, they too would go up and grow up in how they function in the earth realm as his faithful followers. Now, eye contact. One of my assignments is to coach and teach and mentor you. But if you're not teachable, you Jesus, you Jesus. Pastor, too hard on me. Pastor, too, wait a minute. My assignment is to coach and teach. Yeah. But if you're not teachable, guess what? Okay. And then when you hit the wall, mm -hmm. I had to say, oh, uh, now it's teaching time. And when they do it, I got to do it with grace and mercy. Amen. Amen. Jesus don't beat you up. He gives you grace and mercy. Amen. Amen. But grace and mercy comes with a cost. When you disrespect grace and mercy, then there's judgment. You ever have your mama say, uh, I'm going to let you go this time. And you thought you got away with it. And you went and did the same thing. Say, now, didn't I tell you? Oh, y'all ain't, ain't got no mamas like that? Didn't I, didn't I tell you? Now, pull them down, because we about to have some raw hide. You pull them down, and she, bam! She's smiling while she's hitting you. Bam! Smiling. And you crying. I said, then they get, got the nurse said, shut up, don't say nothing. 
Now, if you, if you, if you holler at someone, I'm going to beat you some more. Bam! Are y'all, I'm feeling that right now. Cause, <laughs> yes! But I grew out of that. So that when I got older, I had understand, oh, that's what mama meant. Because I had some children that, you know, I told them to do something. And I graced them. And then they came back and did the same thing. I said, all right, let's go into the room. Because we got to have that moment where you have a remembrance that you don't do that no more. Look at your neighbor's smile and say, neighbor. Uh, that sounds like you too, don't it? <laughs> In other words, because of learning to be willing and obedient, the instructions of Jesus when he was alive, when he transitioned and sent his helpers, the Holy Ghost, they were positioned to go to the next higher level themselves. Now, finally, let's go to Acts 3. Acts 3. Acts 3 and verse 2. Here we go. And a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, this is Peter, and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, and stood and walked and entered in with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Now, folks, when Jesus returned to heaven, his disciples who had walked with him and experienced the supernatural power of God manifesting daily as they worked together with Jesus, developed their own confidence by allowing the Holy Ghost to teach them that like he taught Jesus how to flow in the supernatural realm of the earth, eye contact. That is why sometimes I have to let you go, do what your own, do your own thing. Gone, 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 just gone. So you learn that everything I taught you was not incorrect. Sometimes you need to bump your head big time. Big time. So that you develop to have a teachable spirit, even though when you don't want to be taught. Say, Lord, help me to be teachable. But let's remember that faith development is a process that may require many life changes along the way. Say, say, neighbor, how you like change? But where there's no fear of God, come on, ain't no changes. And by fear, I mean respect, got it? But now, now, now let me, let me, let, let's, let's look at Peter for a minute. Here's Peter having a sign, a wonder, a miracle happening, right? But remember, uh, Peter, who is now flowing in the power of God, made many mistakes along the way. Hmm. He sank after walking on the water to go to Jesus. Jesus said, come on. He got on the water and started walking. Then the salt, her, salt, heard the sound and started sinking, and Jesus had to rescue him, right? He, re, he was rebuked by Jesus for telling Jesus that he shouldn't do uh, and called him a devil. Uh, he got in, Peter got in Jesus' face and told him, you don't need to be doing all the things that I... 
and, and Jesus had said, now you full of the devil. Mm-hmm. Okay. He denied Jesus three times before uh, he wept and had to face his heart issues of fear. Here's Jesus about to be crucified, and, and, and you know, he's pretending like he wasn't part of the disciples, so he's in the hiding, and then he got to the place where he got started cussing. He started cussing, and he's, he's supposed to be, he's saved. Do you know saved folk can cuss? Look at him and say, neighbor. Don't cuss. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. All right. He denied three times, God. All right. Then, then after Jesus was crucified, he went back to fishing after Jesus was killed. And he had so much influence that others went fishing too. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, 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 you going fishing after knowing that Jesus is, is, is been crucified, dead, and you're supposed to be following him, and now you're going back to fishing like you pretending like you ain't never know Jesus. <laughs> and that's when Jesus showed up while he was fishing and reminded him of, of his assignment. He had trouble believing with others that Jesus was alive when the women told him. Remember? When, he, when, when, when the woman came and said, we seen Jesus, Peter had, no, I ain't seen him. So he had to go running looking for himself. He couldn't receive what the woman told him. So he had to go. He couldn't receive that the woman were right. And so he had to go see for himself. And when he got there, he found out that the women were right. Why couldn't he believe? Because he wasn't teachable. And a hush. He had trouble believing with others that Jesus was alive when the woman told him so. All that was part of his developing a teachable spirit. And so in Acts, that's why he could say, silver and gold, have I none. But such as I have in the name of Jesus, and miracles began to happen. Because he was no longer Peter. He was a man of God. He was teachable. He was, a, he was listening to the Holy Ghost of what to do, what not to do. And every day, every day, he got stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And signs and wonders and miracles happen. Eagle Summit, we who are saved and have the Holy Ghost in our lives are on the same faith journey. Say, I'm on a faith journey. The tests and trials we walk through have a kingdom purpose, and that is to help each of us grow from babes in Christ to mature sons and daughters who become strong, so strong in the Lord and the power of his might that signs, wonders, and miracles also become a real daily re reality because we have the experience that brings us from glory and brings us to the joy that God wants us to have. Say, God, I thank you. Say, I'm developing a teachable spirit. Now say this with me. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. say it loud. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Teach, me teach me to profit and lead me, and lead me. in the way that I should go. I should go. Holy, Ghost, Holy Ghost, I'm available. I'm available. Show, me Show me your ways. Teach me your paths. Me your path. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In advance, in Jesus' name, shout amen. amen.